Hello everyone, I'm Ellis Traub and this is Money, Business and More. My guest today is Victor Gonzalez Galliano, Vice President of PNC Banks, arguably one of the prime supporters of business and new business. And we're hopeful today that we'll be able to get some information out here that will help you listeners who are interested in finding out how to finance and fund your new business or uh, perhaps if you have an operating business already, you need funds to uh, do something to enhance that business. So we're happy to have you with us today, Victor. I'm excited to be here, Alice. Thank you for the opportunity. Well, you're very welcome. I think that most people, when they think about going to a bank for getting a loan, they're kind of scared. They don't really know what they're getting in for. They don't really know how to approach it. They don't know what they need to have. Uh, so there's a whole body of fear out there because, and we know that fear comes from ignorance. So if we can dispel some of that ignorance today, we can make people less fearful about going to a bank for a loan and figure out how they can do it. So let, let's start out uh, kind of simply. When somebody walks into a bank or a branch of a bank with the intention of getting a loan for their business, who do they see, what do they do, and what should they do? Yeah, that's a great question, Elise. And you're right about the fear. Again, as we know, it's mostly around the ignorance about what it's needed or not. Someone, anyone working into a banking center uh, seeking a business loan should ask for a business banker. Uh, most banks are going to have a dedicated individual that has been trained and certified to have quality conversations with clients so he or she can determine exactly what the specific need for the client is and what solution the bank is going to have. Well, do all, uh, all banks have business professionals or uh, is that restricted to just some banks? I will venture to say that most of us will do. However, all of us have different approaches and all of us may not have a high interest or appetite for this small business. Some banks may focus just on the consumer side and some others may focus on the business side. Um, but I will venture to say that most banks will have somebody dedicated well, what is uh, essentially, from the bank's point of view, what's the difference between consumer lending and business lending? So on the consumer side, it's you and I, as an individual, who will come in and is needing either a credit card, an auto loan, a home equity line, a home equity loan, or a mortgage. You and I can go as individuals and get these solutions, these products from, from any bank. On the business side, however, although it's a business entity, then there are designated products or solutions depending on what the client may need. For instance, if a small business owner is looking for working capital, he or she sees that the business is growing and is, is having the need for additional funds because maybe his or her clients are not paying on time. And so he needs to buy some time. So working capital, a good solution would be a business line of credit that can you can have access to the funds when you need it. And when you get the money from your own clients, 
then you can only pay in interest for the term that you use in the money that you pay back and reserve until it's needed again. That, that kind of funding isn't generally available to individuals? It is also. It can be in a form of a credit card or it can be in a form of a line of credit. Yeah, I guess credit card, uh, uh, the high interest rates are for a business debilitating. It just uh, re prevents you from wanting to use a credit card for business. Yeah, one of the things that we do, only because we recognize the importance of helping small businesses get to a point where they can sustain themselves. So for the first year, you'll have no annual fee, no interest rate. Now, the key, though, is that before that year is over, you go back and have a quality conversation with your banker as to what other options there may be that you don't have to incur the high interest rate that will apply on that credit card balance. Okay, so at the end of the year, all of a sudden you got 18, 19% interest that cranks in, and it's an incentive for somebody to do what they need to do during that year in order to establish credit. Which raises the issue, what's the best way for someone with no credit at all to establish credit with, uh, with a bank? The best way is by ensuring that your personal credit is being managed. Most banks will require a two-year, there's the, this guideline of two years. You know, two years in business, give me, show me how you're doing for the past two years of, as far as profit and loss and then we'll take a look at it. With today's changes in volatility in the small business world, we come to understand that sometimes two years, it may not be the right time. So if you are within those two, time, two years' time, I don't want anybody to get stopped from questioning and see if there's an opportunity. Some banks will tell you, absolutely not. You know, we're going to need two-year finances. So you're saying that the client who is looking to start out should actually go shopping for a bank. Yeah, but the thing is that we also do use foul language, for lack of a better words. And what I mean by that is you come to a banker and you tell them that you're starting up a business and you want a startup loan. It doesn't sound good. <laughs> so if we take that, that word out of our language, then perhaps it, it, it can engage in conversation because automatically you're going to position that banker at a point where you're not going to be able to help. You're going to be limited to what you can do. Now, the question is, regardless of where you are in your journey, we're required to take a loan application. We're not the ones who are going to decide from the get-go whether it's going to approve or not. So you're right in the sense that one should shop for a bank, just like one shops for a car or one shops for watch or a ring. Any item, we go to different places until we're satisfied with what we're looking for. So what should they look for? They should look for startups. They should look for uh, banks that are interested in helping you build business credit. And to answer your question, how banks um, doing it right now, and I speak for, for the company that I work for, PNC, how we do it now is we can take a business loan or a business line application and we look at how you've managed your credit. We also look how you've managed your business 
And based on that holistic view, then we can back and say, Ellis, you know, you're asking me for this much money. I'm going to take a risk. So we're all mitigating risk here. I'm going to take a risk on you based on what the facts that I see. So instead of giving you 100% of what you asked for, maybe I'm going to give you 50%. I'm going to educate you on how you manage a credit card. I'm going to give you a business credit card. And I'm going to help you manage that business credit card. Let's talk in six months, nine months, and see how you manage it, how your business are going. And perhaps we can look into a business line of credit for working capital and so forth. Maybe we can, depending on the type of business, maybe then we can look and see if we can finance an automobile on the business name or the machinery that you're using for your business and so forth. So it goes back to that education. It goes back to educating the client on how to manage the, uh, the given uh, credit on the business so he or she can start building the credit for the business just like they did on the personal side. Okay, that raises a couple of issues. Uh, one of them is whether it would be a good strategy for someone who wants to establish credit to go to a bank, get a credit card for six months, pay that credit card back every month on time, mm. uh, don't even incur interest, and at the end of that six months or during that six months, go in and say, I would like to borrow $500 on my signature. Mm -hmm. May I do that? Borrow the $500, hold it for the term of that loan, pay it back even using the same funds that they received from the, for the loan, and then build that because of your experience with that and say, okay, can I take out a 1000 now? And build credit that way. Is that a feasible way to, for, for someone to it is. build their credit? It is. Okay. The other issue that your response before suggested, which is something that I mentioned in my uh, podcast, and that is the notion that if you are writing a business plan and intend to get money to finance that business plan, that by selecting items rather than working capital, if in that business plan you specify that those funds are going to be used for tangible assets that you can collateralize, mm -hmm. is that not a way to enhance your ability to obtain funds from a bank? Absolutely. You said it. If we have a collateral in place, you're going to have a greater possibility of getting approved. Nonetheless, the other items and decision-making are going to make a big place. The biggest thing of it all it's going to be your ability of how you've managed or not uh, your past credit. So that's why it's so important for those businesses that, that are starting up that they have the credit fix or where, they need, where it needs to be. What I've seen with my clients in the past is that if they have had less than perfect credit on their personal side, they have not done their due diligence and getting it fixed. I believe I go back to the same thing. Lack of education, lack of knowledge as to what to do. We know that time may get it to a different place, but that's a long time. Yeah. All right? Now, there are ways in which credit repair can happen. So I urge everyone that does not have their credit where it needs to be to sit down with someone that can either help them 
and guide them into what needs to be done in order for them to rebuild their credit. Let's take a quick break and we'll be back in just a minute. Did you know that you have access to a personal mentor to help you with your business issues? Whether you're starting a new business or trying to improve the way an existing business runs, you'll find them at SCORE.org. This is the website for SCORE, the Service Corps of Retired Executives. It's an arm of the U.S. Small Business Administration and consists of thousands of volunteers in more than 300 cities across the United States. And the best part is that their services are offered at no cost to you. At SCORE.org, you can enter your zip code and find a list of local mentors, each showing his or her areas of expertise. And you can schedule your own appointment at a convenient time and location. SCORE also offers a variety of regular workshops presented by professionals in their fields. You can see a current schedule of those events and pre-register on the spot. Some general classes are offered free of charge, while others have a modest fee, which is usually discounted for pre-registration. Check it out! SCORE is the place to go to find someone whose experience may be just what you need. We were just talking about ways and means of repairing our credit. So, are there not credit counselors out there that actually make a practice or have a profession of taking people whose credit has been deficient or they've stumbled and arrange to, to pay back debts to actually find a way to repair their credit in less time? And in fact, don't they get credit for going to such a counselor? They do. Um, all of the above. Not only do they get credit per se for going to counseling, but at the same time, I will advise that they get the certification and to make sure that the company that they're going through is someone of trust. Now, we, you and I know that in the financial services industry, banks are highly regulated. So there are less to zero chance that anything out of the ordinary is going to happen. However, when we go to places that although they may have good intentions or good ways of helping, not necessarily as scrutinized and as guided as banks may be, I'm a little skeptical myself. This is my own bias <laughs> sure. opinion. Um, so I will want to make sure that people go to someone of trust. All right, let's put aside for the moment people who have credit that needs repair, mm -hmm. and let's talk about people who have at least an even chance of getting funding. If we are going to start a business, would you counsel somebody who wants to arrange financing with a bank to first, of course, shop? We talked about that. We're going to find a bank that we want to do business with. Mm -hmm. Now, would it be a good idea for that individual to go into that bank and make his presence known, introduce himself to a loan counselor or a, a loan officer, and state his objectives and say, this is what I want to do. Can you help me decide or figure out what I need to do in order to do business with your bank? Yeah, of course. That's the great reward, the job that I have. It's the opportunity to talk with clients that have a dream or a desire to get a company started. And then, you know, where do I go? What do I do? So this is when SCORE comes into place. I yeah. forgot to mention that yeah. you're, a very, you're an active 
uh, volunteer with SCORE. Yeah. And you help a lot of people. And you provide w workshops for SCORE, too, which I forgot to mention and should have. Yeah, no, it's fine. So I utilize SCORE as my foundation, my guiding principle, because if I see that the client is lost, may have a dream, may have a desire, may have been doing it for a while, but now he or she is ready to make it a business. She's, she's passionate about it and she believes that this is the, the time and the place to do it. Okay, we got to crawl before we walk. So what steps have you taken? Is it, it, it in some biz, approved by some biz? Uh, and have you decided what type of business? Is it going to be a corporation? Is it going to be an LLC? Is it going to be a doing business as? Have you consulted with your accountant? I mean, if you don't have one, then go to SCORE. Have you consulted with a lawyer as to what you are doing and what potential risk you may be running into? And if not, go to SCORE. Well, of course, in SCORE, most of us mentors are not lawyers or accountants. The best we can do, we can't give them legal advice. We can't give them financial advice. What we can say, you need a lawyer. You need an accountant. Right. And we can, if we know somebody that we can recommend, well, we can do that as long as they're, our code of ethics, of course, keeps us from having any financial benefit in doing any of those things. Precisely. But to get back to this, you suggest then if someone is interested in, in getting financing from a bank, it, rather than take the trouble of going doing the business plan and doing the things that are a prelude to getting the funding, that it's a good idea to go in and introduce themselves and create a relationship at the outset. Yeah, and so the other thing is, and the way, you know, easy to explain is, you know, you come in into a bank, you asking for money. So you asking me to give you this much money, you know, it's all about building relationships. So the question is, how much are you willing to put towards your dream? So what's your stake on this? Yeah, how yeah. much skin in the game? Exactly. So at the end of the day, it's all about knowing the client. And what I mean by knowing the client is knowing how he or she manages her business, manages her account, manages the credit. So a good way of starting building a relationship with a financial institution is opening a business account. And of course, to open a business account, you have okay. to have all the legal documents in place, right. um, which will tell us, okay, you're, you're in it for it. So now that we've passed that step, let's go ahead and figure out which account best suit your needs, best based on how you're managing the account. One of the things that we do is we have our cash flow conversation just so we best understand how the, cl the client gets paid. And in today's environment, cash is not king anymore. So a lot of times clients get paid by direct deposit or by check or by credit card, which may or may not limit the availability of those funds depending on the way in which they're getting paid. Because as you and I know, when a check is deposited, a check has to go through its course to determine whether those funds are good or not. And although the bank that you bank with may give you access to those funds sooner than later before those funds are good, 
That doesn't mean that the check may not come back and pay by the other bank because of X or Y or Z reason, which can create a cash flow situation for the business. Sure, if you're counting on that check, God forbid we're in the position where that one check is going to make the difference between whether we uh, <laughs> live or die. But nonetheless, that's, that's, that's how that goes. Exactly. So there are solutions uh, that we can provide. You know, accepting credit card acceptance is one of them. You have a greater likelihood of getting the funds available sooner than later and knowing that the funds are going to be good because if you get an approval, the likelihood of of that being reversed is much less than if it was a check because a check may come back insufficient funds. You don't know if that check is good or not. Can you set up a, a, a an automatic situation where if you have a even a small line of credit that it will automatically, in case a, a check comes back, fund the account to make sure that the overdraft is covered? Yes, it's called overdraft protection. You may have a small line of credit linked to your operating account. So in circumstances like that, you're covered as opposed to one, having to have perhaps other items being returned in your account, having to pay insufficient funds fees on your bank and the other bank, and then having to face your client and say, yeah. check was returned insufficient funds. Yeah. You can do, you can link it to a credit card too, can't you? Yes, not all the banks offer it, though. Oh, is that right? So yes. that's one of the questions that you should ask yes. when you're shopping for a bank. What is the way in which I may have an uh, overdraft, overdraft protection for my check business checking account? Uh -huh. And then some banks offer credit cards, some others don't. Some others offer line of credit, some others don't. Some others will say just a savings account. Uh, which would require for you to have the funds on that savings, of course. Okay. Well, I think we've reached a place where we still have lots to cover, but I think it would be a good idea to take a short break here and continue later with part two of this interesting chat. <music>